welcome to the Good Fight Sports Podcast, your home for local sports here in the 574. Hello and welcome to the Good Fight Sports Podcast. My name is Kenny Kramer. I'm your host. Joined today with Nick. Hello, hello, hello. And this is episode 12. And this is recorded on May, what is this, May 19th? May 19th. Of 2023. Yes, sir. This year's flying by, by the way. Really do be. Really do be. Well, we've got to jump right in. We've got a lot to talk about. We're going to be here for a bit. Yeah, we're going to, yeah. This could be a two-parter. Um, it, it might be, yeah. It might be. Uh, so, breaking news for high school basketball. We can't stop talking about high school basketball. We really I'm, can't. I'm serious. Like, we made that promise the one time. We're like, we're all right. We're done talking about it every week. God's just like, no, you're no, not. no. Actually, there's going to be some more. So. so this is a rule change for high school basketball, um, and it involves fouls and free throws. So teams will now shoot two free throws and enter the bonus at five fouls for each quarter instead of the usual how it was when you hit seven fouls you get the one and one and then ten fouls you get double bonus teams will just go straight into double bonus at five fouls and will reset every quarter okay so take nba rules for fouls that's what it's going to be okay so is this like are they doing this because they want to like cut down on time like the length of games basically I would assume and I there's there was a lot of people who really didn't like the one in one situation personally I really thought it was a good thing because you know at the end of the game your team's down you have to foul they have the pressure of try of trying to make one free throw at the end of the game, if they're in a one-on-one situation. That's true. There's more pressure on you because you are not guaranteed another free throw unless you make it. Yeah. Now there's no pressure. You have guaranteed two shots. I don't like it. It takes away from the game, really. It kind of does. I see your point. I also understand that sometimes basketball games go way too long. Yeah. So I understand that they maybe could have cut corners somewhere else in terms of time, I think. Yeah. But what are you going to do? I mean, you haven't lost a whole lot of the game. Right. Obviously, maybe some real close fourth quarter games, maybe overtime. That looks different now. Besides that, most of your games are blowouts mm-hmm. anyways. So. Right. Right. And, I mean, there's, I guess with this, it makes it more strategy-oriented, too, because... Say your team's not in the bonus. Um, and here's the other thing that it affects, too. If you get fouled beyond the 28-foot line, you get the ball out of bounds near half court. Oh, wow. Automatically. Okay. If it's past the 28-foot line, baseline. So a lot of strategy comes in. And it's it's starting to turn into a more an offensive game. Okay. Which it's not surprising. Because it's kind of what football is turning into. Yeah. And baseball. Defense is kind of getting kicked to the curb. Yeah. People want to see points scored. This is high school basketball. You know, if you don't 
get 50 points every single game, it's not a problem. Yeah. I like basketball games, high school basketball games, where it's like 45-33 or whatever, like a close, like close, close and scored like like that. Yeah, no, I agree. But. I agree. I'm also kind of like completely indifferent yeah. at the same time. It's kind of like, it's such a, I mean, it's such a decisive change, but also yet yeah, at the same time, will it really have that big of an effect? I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to see. It's a. It's one thing to talk about it in the off season. It's like, oh, this won't work. Oh, it won't work. And it's like, oh, but it's going to work during the season. Right. So, yeah. So we should just shut up. Mm. Nah. <laughs> this is what I'm here for. I'm here to criticize everything. And if it works out, I'll take the heat for it. Okay. All right. All right you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. I am so not looking forward to that day when you arrive and I eat my words. It'll be good. It'll be good. All right. We're going to move on. Yeah. Next up, track and field for LaVille. Track and field. Your sister, by the way. This is Brooke Edison and Lucy Shirk are both advancing to Goshen Regionals for girls track and field. And I got to say, Lucy PR'd for this. So. Really? 37-11, I think. Or 30. It was 37 something. Anyways, she PR'd. So. And, and, and what, actually? Uh, She went for shot put. She she does both shot put and discus. She didn't. She barely didn't make it in discus and made it through in shot put. Shot put. Brooke Edison. I know there was some weird like four way tie for second. So they're sending like six people Jeez. for like one through three. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So, anyways, yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, I I don't remember what it exactly was all about, but there was a. It was pretty crazy. So. That's all we have for LaVille track and field. Yeah, that's all we have for LaVille, yeah. Um, so now our first high school schedule breakdown of the year. And yes, we're going to do most. We're going to start with the new conference that LaVille's in. We're going to do that one first before we move on to other conferences. So first up, I decided to go with Tippy Valley. Fair enough. Uh, they finally fixed their schedule because if you didn't know and you didn't listen to the last episode, Tippy Valley got voted out of the um, Three Rivers Conference and will spend this school year as an independent. Um, so they had to, at the last minute, find teams to play. Um, kind of ruined their former conference schedules for other teams a little bit. Um, but... They recently got their schedule made up, and first game they play Wawasee, October 18th, and that's at Wawasee. That's going to be an easy win for Tippy Valley. Wawasee is never good in football. Okay. Um, And I don't think they have been for a few years. I know Wawasee beats Plymouth, and that's not a tough tale anymore because Plymouth is hot garbage in okay. football. All right. And then next game is at Rochester. I see this one being a close game. Rochester was good last year. I don't know how many seniors they had, though. That's the thing. Okay. That's going to play a toll. I, I don't know. But I could see this being like a coin flip kind of a game, like one of those pick em, pick em games. I don't know. I think Wallace, I think Tippy Valley starts off 2-0. Okay. And then their next game is Twin Lakes. Uh, that is at home. Um, interesting fact. Tippy Valley, their stadium, it's called Death Valley. 
That's actually really cool. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I like it. I mean, the Death Valleys you think of are Clemson and LSU. LSU most mostly because that's what they call their stadium mm-hmm. is Death Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't see. I don't know. I think three and zero. Tippy Valley starts off three and zero. Okay. I think that's what I'm going to go with. All right. What do you got them at Tipton? Tipton. I guess they're not at. Where do you have them they for the game Tipton of at Tipton? Home. Yep. Oh. Make that four and zero. I think Tippy. Dude, I think Tippy Valley, dude. All right. All right. But the next home game, Culver Academy. I think CMA. I think they come in and get the. A three-point win. Oh, you're even calling the score. Okay. No, just a three-point win. It could be three to nothing, just a three-point win. Okay. And then they have Jimtown, and I think Tippy Valley is going to beat Jimtown. You got high aspirations for Tippy Valley, I feel like. Dude, I think they're going to be really good. They were really good last year, and I think they're going to improve on their, their season. And at West Lafayette, that's an easy loss. Oh. Okay. That's an easy loss. I see West West Lafayette winning by like twenty points. Okay. John Glenn. John at Glenn. John Glenn. That's a win for Tippy Valley. Yeah. Then at Bremen, that's a win for Tippy Valley. Not at Bremen. Home. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. At mm-hmm. home for Bremen. My yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. Plus that senior night, give me that dove for Tippy Valley. Yeah. So you literally have them what one? Two, I have them three, going four, seven and two. Five. Wow. Okay. Regular season. And you're thinking their only losses are Culver Academy and West Lafayette. Honestly, they may be able to put up a fight against Culver Academy. Maybe they go eight and one. I wouldn't be surprised if they go eight and one, honestly. But we're for sure deadlocked on West Lafayette loss. Oh yes. Okay. Oh yes. Uh let's see, because I can't even tell you what they were last year. West Lafayette last year um was thirteen and one. And lost in semi-state by 18 points to wow. perennial powerhouse uh, Indianapolis Bishop Chittard. Ah, uh, yes. The okay. defending state champion and, I believe, 16-time state champion Bishop Chittard. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're a powerhouse. All those games start at 7 o'clock, by the way. Yes. Okay. Tippy Valley covered. I, you know... I know a lot about LaVille football. I don't know a lot about other football. So if I had to guess, I'd stick with yours. I don't know much about them. I'd say 8-1. and one. I think they're going to beat CMA. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it'll be by three. Oh. The other way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Last second field goal. All right. Those are my thoughts. Like I said, I don't have a lot on college or high school football because I don't really follow it all that much. I'm just here to look pretty. When we get to LaVille, you'll... Exactly. Exactly. I'll have input at then. Okay. Until then, I have nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Then I guess guess we know what school we're doing next then. We'll do LaVille. (laughs) If you want me to talk during it, yes, we can do that. (laughs) We'll do LaVille then. Well, we have more high school basketball to talk about. Of course. Penn Penn. has hired former Valparaiso head coach Barack Kuhlman. Yes. Is that how we're saying that? Okay. He replaces retiring Hall of Fame coach Al Rhodes was with the team for 15 seasons, racked up an impressive 239-128 to record with the Kingsmen. Also won four sectionals and two regionals. 
So in total, Rhodes was 693 to 231. Won 18 sectional titles, nine regional titles, and four semi-state titles, and 42 seasons as head coach. That, not a guy I want to be replacing. <laughs> that is a lot of pressure right there. Oh, yes. I, uh... Yeah, I, I'm I'm not envying Barack Kuhlman at the moment. No, no, I don't think anyone should be envying him at all. Everyone should be like, I that is a job I would not want to have. Yeah, I um, mean, congrats to Al Rhodes on a fantastic career. Right, I'm, exactly. And he's already in the Hall of Fame, or he's going to be? If he's not, he's going to be. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say those I'm numbers. Pre- like, I'm pretty sure he's already in the Hall of Fame. Okay. I mean, when you've gone, when you have 18 sectional titles... <laughs> Nine regionals, four semi states. So he he was he been in uh, the semi. Um, he went to the state finals four times. Now he he lost both of those because he doesn't have any state titles to right, his name. Right, but he was there four times. I mean, still impressive. So congrats to him on a great career oh, and for uh, sure. Barack Kuhlman. Wish you the best. Do good. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's and and this is one thing. It's like Penn was has been really good for the past two years in high school basketball. Okay. Now, granted, a lot was a lot of that was due to Marcus Burton. Mm. So there's going to be almost added pressure too to continue the winning ways of Penn. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it's Penn. Like, come on, come on. Right. You're expected to win almost every game at Penn. Yeah. But especially coming off of the season that they just had. And a head coach that won almost 700 games. Yeah, that's pretty crazy, honestly. If this guy doesn't do good, he might be fired in two years. You know, it's that or they're like, okay, we realize you're not going to live up to this and we're giving you some leeway. If they give him no leeway and he doesn't do good, he's going to be gone. He's going to be gone for sure. Like, they'll give him a year. Oh, yeah. But... at, after two years, if they don't win, the dude's gone. Right. Well, also, you kind of have to realize that it's not always about coaching because if you have someone like Marcus Burtman leave, you're going to take a hit on the court. So <laughs> it's a matter of we have talent we need to work with now that's different than what this guy had. So you can't hold it over his head. Right. But anyways. Out of high school news already. We're done with pretty, that. Pretty surprising. Yeah, we're done. Pretty, come back next week for more high school basketball news. Let, let's just be honest. Just yeah, come back, yeah. just keep no, we're not back gonna, for high school basketball. Yeah, we're not going to say anything <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> See, okay. I'm, I'm going to jinx it now to keep talking about it. Um. But see, next week that we said we're going to talk about high school basketball, there's going to be no high school basketball news. If you mention the jinx, it's no longer a jinx. So it's not going to happen. That's what we think. <laughs> anyway, back to Notre Dame football. Of course. Where else will we go after high school well, basketball? Of course. Yeah, exactly. Notre Dame got a commitment from three-star athlete Teddy Rizik. That's how I'm going to say it. I think it looks right. So, so okay. you do you. Yep. Okay. Uh, and he's from Nebraska. And he picked uh, the Irish over the Huskers right after the Huskers offered him. Oof. So, like, right after they offered him, he was like, mm, Notre Dame. Okay. He was just waiting around to see what they gave him, basically. I think he was. He, I mean, he grew up in Nebraska, an Irish fan. So, but he was also a Huskers fan. Because, I mean, you're in Nebraska. So. Right, right. Hmm. 
Interesting. Interesting to see how. And what? Oh, he's just a. Do you know what position he plays? He's just an athlete. He's an athlete. I think they have him at linebacker, but I don't know. Okay. He's a three-star athlete, so he could play anything. That's true. He'll be good. He could be quarterback, and I don't. I don't know. That's a, no, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, is this a safety transfer? Is yes. that okay? Safety transfer. Antonio Carter the second will spend his last two years of eligibility at Notre Dame. At Notre Dame. Yes. Okay. Cool. Sweet. So I'm, and he's from Rhode Island. Oh, Mans is way out of his element in here. Yeah. In Indiana, that is not in this room with us right now. Right. <laughs> okay, if he is in here, <laughs> I have a lot of questions. One day we'll have video and everyone will understand. Anyways, <laughs> off of Notre Dame football news now. I'm assuming you didn't really have much to say. Uh, No, I'll have more next week. Okay. So tune in again. Yeah, of course. Tune in. Always um, for Notre Dame. Two men's and women's lacrosse. Yes. Not something we cover a lot. I'm impressed. No. no. Um, so the women's team played, uh, let's see. Thursday night, so last night, uh, against Boston College uh, in Chestnut Hill. And this was the third time this year that Notre Dame played Boston College. They played once up at Notre Dame, then in the ACC Championship, and now in the NCAA Championship. Okay. So it's kind of a rivalry somewhat. Yeah, I would say. I don't think – I'm okay. Here's my hot take on lacrosse. You got to be rich to play it. Ergo, I don't play it. So I don't know much about it. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> it's not really a hot take. It's just facts. I mean, lacrosse equipment is insane. I actually watched someone. This is such a random rant. I know you're talking about Notre Dame. Um, I watched someone break down the expense of just equipment for lacrosse. It was like $2,000. What? You can literally buy... Like a new computer for that much money, and I'm just playing a sport. And basically, I'm afraid of that thing hitting me in the head. Honestly, I know you wear the guard and stuff, but let's say it doesn't hit your head, and it smacks your arm. Yeah, no thanks. Like, I think it would hurt. Like, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, anyways, back to... What? So they played. Did they win? Did they win last night? No. Oh. No. Oh. They got absolutely demolished. Ah. Uh, they put up six goals. How many did the other team put up? 20. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So Notre Dame women went 0 and 3 against Boston College. Oh, wow. Okay. But they beat Florida. They did beat to Florida. Make them, to make it forward. Yes. So, okay. And then the men's team. And then the men's team, they played Utah in the first round of the NCAA tournament uh, at Arlotta Stadium, Notre Dame. That's okay. They, play. Uh, they demolished Utah. Yeah. 20, 20 to 7. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they would now play uh, Johns Hopkins oh, yeah. okay. in Philadelphia. Okay. Fun and when fact, is that game? Uh, that should be tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Uh, fun fact about Johns Hopkins. They're in the Big Ten in lacrosse only. That is such a random fact. Okay. I. That's the thing. I didn't even know that. I mean, I figured Notre Dame had a lacrosse team, but I didn't know they had a lacrosse team. Right, and I'll I'll give you a, a one-up, too. It, you can tell the schools who are rich to play lacrosse because yeah. there's a handful of ACC teams that have lacrosse, handful of Big Ten schools that have lacrosse. 
Like I think in total, like here's here's how small the cross is. Denver University, they're in the Big East. <laughs> what <laughs> in lacrosse? They are okay. in the Big East Conference. Okay, that um, and the Big East Conference is an East Coast ish kind of conference. I mean, for the most part, you get a little bit of Midwest sometimes, and they're right. right. Yeah, okay. That you know, that's uh, <laughs> it's pretty sad, honestly. <laughs> I honestly, I was trying to think, like, I don't know of many schools that have lacrosse. Like I said, it's a very, like, reserved sport because it costs a lot of money. Right. So. And I think Denver is the westernmost team that has lacrosse. Oh, really? So there are, like, no West Coast schools? Or is there, like, a West? Denver. Ah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Now to what you all are here for. NBA playoffs. Uh, first, we have some Purdue news. I you you know you know I gotta balance it out. You know I gotta balance it out. So Purdue's uh, diving team. There's another random sport we're gonna cover. Oh my god! <laughs> Purdue's divers. Uh, Brandon Lushkavavo. You nailed it. Yep. Jordan Zipka. And Greg Duncan all won gold in the synchronized events over the first two days of the USA Diving National Championships. And they have won return trips to the World Aquatics Championships this summer. I have no idea what any of that is. Yep, couldn't tell you. I looked up (laughs) Purdue News and that's what I found. (laughs) That's what we talked about. Anywho, now that we've balanced out the Purdue News, uh, the Notre Dame News with the Purdue News, NBA Finals. Yes. Well, Kenny's, not the finals Kenny, yet. well, yes, getting close to the finals, NBA yes. playoffs. Right. Uh, Kenny and I's whole bracket ideas were just <laughs> done destroyed. last week. <laughs> so uh, the Heat advanced to the Eastern Conference Finals after beating the Knicks on Friday, May 12, 96 92, to win the series. Not to the fault of Jalen Brunson by any means. That dude is a star oh, that I never knew yes. about. Put up 41 points for the Knicks that night. So. Had a little, probably probably half the team's points, really, yeah. if you think about it. So, yeah, anyways, that was, well, a little less than half, I guess. Anyway, you know what I mean. Pretty close to it's half. It's pretty close, yeah, and this was just one dude. So, But Jimmy Butler, my man, put up 24, pushed the heat over him just by four points uh, and one. I think, actually, Jimmy Butler had a game-winning, or game kind of. Game-sealing. Game-sealing shot. I don't. I can't remember though. Anyways, it's been a long time. That's that's yeah. a, that's last that's a week. While ago, okay, dude. that's last week. Yeah. Anyways, um, next up, this is the sad news. Dude, this is the big sad news. Uh, Lakers beat the Warriors game six, one twenty two to one hundred one. It wasn't close. It was a commanding win. Um, Warriors kind of came out and crapped all over the floor. <laughs> they cleaned it up at halftime and came out and somehow took a larger dump on the floor than in the first half. Yeah. So. They barely got over 100. Uh, again, not to the fault of Curry. Put up 32 points. Right, so right. that's a pretty average night for him. Not great, but it's average. You know? Right, exactly. LeBron put up 30. Davis had 17. 20 rebounds. Just, yeah. And Austin Reeves, this dude's just like the breakout player for the Lakers all of a sudden. Oh they have gosh. so many random young guys that just come out and do a lot for him. Put up 23. Um, 
like I said last week, I was okay if the Warriors lost. I kind of have to be, so it didn't really matter. But I was okay mm-hmm. just as long as the Lakers don't go to the finals. Unless con- it's Celtics-Lakers. I have a then. conspiracy theory later on. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll save the conspiracy theories for the end of the end of the show. It's always the best part of it anyways. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, actually, like I said, I mean, okay, I, I'm kind of dogging on them. They didn't do bad. They just kind of couldn't. Jordan Poole actually crapped the bed. <laughs> dude, that dude took a Taco Bell dump <laughs> on that floor. Okay, and- let, let's be realistic. He's been taking Taco Bell dumps. For a while now. Dude, literally, it's just like starts the starts the playoffs. Literally, regular season popping off. Starts the playoffs, and he literally doesn't even know what he's doing out there. Just taking threes left and right. Nothing's falling. He played, can't blame him. I mean, he was shooting, trying to. But it's just like, dude, like, come on. Like, you know, just hit something. Right. But anyways, He I played digress. like Clay Thompson did back in the 2017 finals. Yeah. Where he went, like, ridiculous. I don't even remember. He couldn't make a shot. Yeah, and I then, remember you talking and then about. Someone gave him a toaster. Him being Clay Thompson, someone gave Clay Thompson a toaster, and he went off that night. Yeah, he just sometimes the man so, needs a toaster. No one gave Jordan Poole a toaster. So I'm going to rag on Warriors fans. Come on, you know what to do. You got to get him a toaster next time. You got to give him a toaster. Come on, you know better. <sighs> Sad. Anyway, Celtics. I didn't see this one coming. No, no, I did not. Celtics routed the 76ers 112-88 to move on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, they now face Miami. Um, yes, and they are actually, Miami is up one nothing in that. I think they play tonight, too. They do. Time. They are playing currently right now. Uh, and if you give me a second, I'll let you know the score of that oh, game. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Celtics are up 72-68 to in third quarter. So that's going on live right now as we're recording this. Um, yeah, no, I didn't see this happening either. Kind of thought the 76ers were going to seal the deal. Jason Tatum had other thoughts. Right, and the Celtics had other thoughts in the third quarter. We want to talk about the Warriors taking a dump in the third quarter. The 76ers took a massive dump. They only scored 10 points in 12 minutes of game time. 33 to 10 run in that. I mean, come <laughs> on, dude. I think that actually set a record or like or tied for the lowest points in a quarter since the time clock era. I, I I'm pretty positive I saw that. I think it was the, either the lowest or tied for the lowest. So I think like it was tied for the lowest. Like dude, that's bad. Like but, but okay, hold on. Here from the opposite side. It's also some pretty good too. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of impressive that you didn't score. I guess. I mean, sure, yeah. The other crazy news is Tatum actually set a game seven scoring record in that game. Fifty-one points, narrowly beats out my man Curry. That's fine. It was a it was an incredible performance. He also grabbed thirteen rebounds on top of his fifty-one points. Jalen Brown at twenty-five. I mean, literally those two. If they have an on night. I don't think you can stop the Celtics. No. Genuinely, you can't stop them. They also have Al Horford still. Mm-hmm. The dude will randomly just hit deep threes on you. They're If they're clicking, if they're actually meshing together as a team, I genuinely think you can't stop the Celtics. Mm. Now, here's the thing. Celtics, 4-4 four and four at home during the playoffs. Mm. Okay. But... 
when they're on the road, like they were in Game 7, mm-hmm. absolutely incredible. Oh, okay. So That's very random. They also need – so what, what we're kind of saying is the Celtics can't play at home during the playoffs. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah, they need to stop. Yeah. They, you, you get some help. <laughs> I Michael Jordan, yeah. Get some help. But yeah, conference no, they, finals now. Yes, we are in the conference finals. Nuggets beat the Lakers game one. Western Conference finals, 132-126. to 126. That was actually a pretty close game. It was pretty good. Jokic, I don't know what this dude's on right now, but he is dropping like – just insane numbers. Um, 34 points, 21 rebounds, 14 assists. Jamal Murray had 31. That dude is a stud. Uh, Anthony Davis, though, he tried. He gave his best. 40 points, 10, 10 rebounds. Yeah. And uh, as of the recording of this, actually, game two occurred last night for the Nuggets. And they went up 2-0 on the Lakers, which I'm pretty impressed by. I did not expect them to win last no. night. So that was pretty impressive. I don't remember the score of that game. Um, but Kenny, if you want to look that up real quick, yeah, I'll get to this other news. Um, I know they won. I just cannot remember the score. I know Jokic had another crazy night, and I think Jamal Murray had a crazy night. So either way, congrats to the Nuggets on the going up 2-0. I'm, I have a feeling it's going to be a Nuggets Celtics. If I had to make my predictions again, we'll, we'll just do new predictions every week. I'm going to say Nuggets Celtics for the playoffs, for the finals, that is. I really want the Heat to go. I don't know if they can continually hold the Celtics. They held them the first night, the first game that it is. Maybe they hold them tonight. Maybe they don't. I don't know. Either way. Other NBA news. Uh, Suns, basically, if you lost the playoffs, yeah, out of here. Monty Williams is gone. Uh, he went 194 and 115 in four seasons with the Suns. He was. I honestly thought he was a great coach for them. Thought me too. Uh, 76ers also lost. <laughs> Doc Rivers is out of here. Um, and you know, I saw some hot takes on this. It's kind of, it's pretty weird because you have these seasoned people who, okay, they lose, they lose in the playoffs. You know what? They made it to the playoffs. Right. They made it to, like, the, what is it? The conference semifinals. Conference semifinals of, the like, like you had the Timberwolves make it to the playoffs and lose, and you didn't see them firing. You didn't see the Kings firing anyone. Like, it's like, the and Doc Williams is not exactly just your average coach. I mean, it's Doc, oh, sorry, Williams. Doc, I combined them. Doc Rivers is not your average coach. No. Monty Williams, I didn't know a lot about him before he, played for the, before he was coaching the Suns. Right. Needless to say, he led them to two uh, finals appearances. So, it's like they're just giving up on people. Like, oh, you don't win, you're out of here. It's right. like, dude, coaching is not, I mean, coaching is about winning, obviously. You want to win the NBA. Right. You want to win all the time. But it's like sometimes I think coaching is more of a what mindset can I get you in to win right. rather than like I have to put up statistics, and that's kind of what it is now, I think. Right. But, it's it's a lot of what have you done for me now instead of what have you done for me lately. Right. Like Doc Rivers at the 76ers, I can kind of see it. You've had high expectations for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and you've absolutely choked in game seven. Yeah. So, is that a result of him or his players? Because breaking news, actually, it's pretty well known from sources that James Harden is going to be back with the Rockets next year. Really? He's supposedly, that's like Woj type 
rumor, basically. Oh. He's going, I believe. I think it was Woj or someone else. Either way, that's what he thinks. And apparently, this is all rumors again, he was pretty responsible for getting Doc Rivers out of the 76ers organization. So is he going to be taking Doc Rivers to with him to Houston? That I don't know. I don't know if it was like bad, like you need to fire him, or like bad or good, like I want to take him. I don't know. I don't know the extent of that, but he was pretty responsible in those conversations, apparently. So what that mm. looks like, I don't know. And then lastly, um, this is just a random NBA thing, but John Morant, I don't know what this dude is doing. I mean, I think he's one of the better up-and-coming point guards in the NBA, and the dude is suspended um, after being seen with a gun in another viral video that went, I think it was on Instagram. Um, yeah. And he's just, it, honestly, at this point, he's just kind of throwing his career away. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty simple. Like, hey, don't do this. Okay. I'm going to do it. Oh, you punished me? Why'd you do that? What? <laughs> Like obviously, I know that's not how this is not how it went down, but it just right. seems like that. Like it's like, hey, don't do this. Okay, I'm gonna do this though. Just don't pay attention to me. So I don't know what's going through his head. I really hope he. I mean, I don't think he needs to put his give up his guns, but I kind of hope he stops posting them on Instagram. Right. Um, right. You know, he has that right to have a gun, but it's just a matter of you're kind of a big dude with a lot of influence. So maybe right. let's not flash a gun around on a live. Yeah live feed, you know, on Instagram. Right. I mean, it might not be a good idea, at right, least. Exactly. I mean, come We're not on. saying you can't do it. Just don't. Just uh, just don't do it. Yeah, just, just <laughs> don't. But, yeah, so anyways, uh, it's, a, it's a weird NBA thing, but uh, there's been a lot of feedback on that, honestly, from a lot of places. Can you get that score? I do. I do. Um, the Nuggets beat the Lakers 108-103. Okay. Okay. They've and been close games. They have. Mm-hmm. Actually, the game one, it was a rout until the Lakers came back. Okay. Okay. I know uh, Jokic almost had a triple-double in the first half. Wow. <laughs> the dude, he's literally like on crack. He had a, I he had, no... he had a double-double in the first half. That's crazy. I think he had like 24-10 and 7. Mm-hmm. The dude's just playing out of the his dude, mind. Yeah, the dude's crazy. Just uh, playing out of his LeBron mind. LeBron and um, Austin Reeves for the Lakers both had 22 points. Okay. Roy Hachimura from Gonzaga. I know you probably never heard of this guy's name no. off the bench. Puts up twenty one for the Lakers. Wow, that's impressive. And I know, I think he had seventeen in the first half. Wow. So, okay. They got some good. They got some good bench did. players. They got some. Good and then bench players. you know, last night Jamal Murray puts up thirty seven and ten. On you top know, of that, Jokic's, yeah, on top of Jokic's twenty three, seventeen, and twelve. Yeah, I think the whole the atmosphere in the the locker room is like, okay, get them the ball, get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not because most so of the their next point. player even close to Murray and Jokic was uh, Michael Porter Jr. and he had sixteen points. Okay, he hit some pretty clutch threes though, if he, I remember correctly. I think yeah, yeah, you're right. he hit some pretty clutch threes. So it's not like no one else is like they right. don't have it's not just those two that that's my problem with the heat is it's just jimmy butler yeah i mean don't give you have other names like you have the you have tyler hero you have tyler hero you have there's another guy on there i can't think of his name oh right you now. have uh kyle lowry yes kyle lowry that's who i'm thinking of and then you, there's their center i think udonis haslam 
I think that's his name. I think so. They're, they're good players. It's just like outside of Jimmy Butler, you don't really see anyone popping off. But also, that's also kind of impressive in the sense of what? End of third quarter, Celtics Heat, 83-75. Celtics. Okay. Okay. We're just giving some live updates. We're going through this journey with you. <laughs> Jimmy Butler has 18. Okay. Okay. That Tatum has 29 points and 13 rebounds. Dang, dude. He's popping off. You can't let him. Nope. Can't. Uh, and to answer your question for Heat, let's see. Um, Center. Robinson? Maybe it is. I thought they had some dude named Haslam. Oh, that Bam. Embedio or whatever, right? I can't. I don't know how to. Yeah, but I know who you're talking about that guy. Yeah, Adebayo? I think they used to Bam have Adebayo, I think that's yeah. how you say it. Yeah, I think they used to have the Udinese Haslam person. Yes, he retired. I think at the beginning of this year. Oh, okay. So I was just I was mixed up. So I, you, all I know you is Jimmy right. Butler. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I all I know is Jimmy Butler. But okay. But you know what? It is racing season around here. This is my favorite time around it here. It is racing season. It is May in Indiana. And that is a great time. So, uh, actually, fun fact, both Kenny and I will be heading to the Indianapolis 500. Probably get a special podcast episode on that if I had to guess. So, be on the oh, lookout yes. for that. Be That'll on. be an exclusive Indy 500 show. Yes, sir. It'll be good. It will be good. But anyways, right now we've got some results from the GMR Grand Prix. Can you take it away? What you got? Uh, so, it's Grand Prix, by the way. Oh, Grand Prix. Sorry. Yes. Uh, so that race was last Saturday, May 13th. Okay. Um, and that was at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. IMS. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, Chip Ganassi rated Racing, uh, which is one of the biggest names in racing mm-hmm. behind Penske. Actually, they're yeah, Penske is the biggest name, followed by Chip Ganassi. Uh, they made it five winners in five races with Alex Pillow winning the race. Um, a commanding win at that. 16 seconds over yeah. uh, Arrow McLaren's Paddle Award. Uh, so top five finishers. I won't go through every racer because that's going to take a while, but top five was Alex Pillow, Paddle Award, Alexander Rossi, Christian Lungard, and Felix Rosenquist. Yes, sir. And these are all names you're going to hear these from the 500. These are all names you're going to hear for the 500. They're all there. And qualifying for the 107th Indianapolis 500 uh, started, uh, started on Wednesday, and speeds were already at 229 on that track. Uh, so Friday, today, was actually the first official day, and it's bump day. So I have some interesting facts about this one. Okay, go ahead. Takuma Sato today set the fastest lap. At IMS. Okay. And if this was qualifying, um, oh boy, he would be the one to beat. Um, let's just, man. So his, on one lap, for one lap, Takuma Sato pulled a 234.753. The next lap, 233.413. That averages to a two. Th- uh, let's see, to two thirty-three. Oh yeah, so an average speed of so he averaged two thirty-three point four one three for two laps. 
I think his the next lap was a 233.9. So 234.7, 233.9, for two laps. That's crazy, dude. So and wow. I go down for qualifying. Right, yeah. So Kenny actually be down uh, there this weekend. Sunday. Yeah. Nope, we can and probably. Sunday is when they qualify for the pole position. They mm-hmm. have the fastest five cars out for pole. Uh, it's yes. fast nine, actually. So if speeds are already at 234, and this is just Friday, there's another round of qualifying tomorrow. Okay. Plus Sunday. Oh. Yeah, it's going to be stacked. It's going to be great. It's going to be just fantastic. And if you're wondering if they if drivers go 230 during the race, no, they don't. This is qualifying. You're, this is one car, four laps around a two-and-a-half-mile oval. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, you could go 230. You could go 230. It wouldn't end well for you, no, but you no. could. But, I mean, if you are, you're lapping cars, dude. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> dude, you're, you're literally blowing past people, like, faster than they can comprehend that you're there, basically. Basically. Yeah. I know. I'm excited. Indianapolis 500 is one of the best events. If you ever get the chance to go to the 500, go to the 500 just once. Do something with the 500. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I've been going for the last three years now. I had the privilege of watching, uh, I would consider my favorite racer, um, oh my gosh, I forgot his name, Spider-Man. Oh, um, Castro Oh, yeah. Uh, Castro Neves. Uh, Elio Castro Neves. Yeah. fourth 500. That was pretty sick. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. Yeah. Got sunburn on my legs. Of course. Why wouldn't you? Um, not this year though. Not this year. I'm sitting. I'm yeah. sitting in turn one for the mm-hmm. first time ever, and I'm looking forward to it. Yes, sir. But yes, look forward to our Indianapolis 500 show. Yeah, that'll be a special, probably midweek episode. You guys oh, can yes. expect. Um, besides that, that's all the news we got for you today. Yeah. So whatever they end up being the score for tonight, you'll have to just hear about that uh, the next time. Yeah, or you can up, just yeah. look it up. But you know, just wait. Just wait. Don't look it up. Wait for our next show. We'll tell you all about it. We know you're going to look it up, but come back but anyway. Ju- you know what? We need you. So just come keep back for back. some more mindless banter about sports. <laughs> and, just... and above all else, high school basketball. <laughs> you can always count on it. Right. Come back for high school football and basketball. High school basketball for sure, because mm-hmm. we're not going to stop talking about it. <laughs> and definitely come back for our 500 show. That'll be sometime after the 500. Yeah, obviously. so the 500 is ran on the 28th this year? 27th? Yes. 28th? 28th. Uh, I would expect that episode... Sometime in the coming weeks, I guess. Uh, there's, I have a special week that week, so I actually don't know if I'll be able to do it. But we'll uh, we'll do a recap of it at some point. It'll be good. It will if we have to put it aside be, for a bit, we'll put it aside for a bit. It'll be good. It'll be good. We'll make we'll make a special special thing. Just It'll it will be. There will be a solely dedicated 500 episode. Yes. So, so take like the um, bi county show we did. Yes, sir. It'll be a 500. Wasn't show. here for that, but yes, sir. Just just go. Just nod your head yes and agree. Yes. Yep. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right, Kenny and I myself signing off. Talk to the so long everybody.
Hey guys, it's Kenny, host of The Good Fight. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to hear more, you can check out our website at thelugnutspodcastgroup.com for all information related to the podcast and where to listen to us. You can also follow the Patreon page for exclusive benefits for the show. Join us next time for The Good Fight.